0: What up, Float to the Fam, our beloved fans, to newcomers, to everybody, welcome, welcome. This week's episode is a little bit about goals. We're going to talk about how do you set goals in your life, what does it look like to have a goal-centric life, what does that mean, and most importantly, how do I do it in a personalized way. Uh, We hope you guys enjoy, and we hope that you guys, you know, honestly take these invitations and really try and apply these things to your lives. All right have fun
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome to our podcast Recording a podcast. I don't know where you are, but we're getting sick of you showing up late and acting like you don't care. We are all committed to this, and we're starting to have serious doubts hey, about take you. Take it easy
2: on him. Call take me it back easy on him, man. as soon as you it. can. Who I'll talk are you, to you later. Who was that?
1: Dude, I don't even want to talk about him. All right, he's dead to me.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, it's okay. funny people actually think you sound like me. So that probably
2: just sounded like
0: me. Probably. Like me. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's hilarious. Listeners Ooh. and one day viewers in heart, welcome to For Lack of a Title. My name is Ryan Hurd. I'm Levi Larson.
3: Ashley Hurd.
1: Whoa, wait. What?
3: <laughs> yes! Oh,
4: Ashley, you me for a second, too. <laughs> uh, Justin Lowe.
1: And Ethan Morin.
4: That's not
2: for us.
1: It's, hey, it's okay. For those of you that don't
0: know, our first episode was Ryan accidentally confessing that he was going to get married to Ashley
2: before the world knew. And now they're married. Now and we're married. This here is are. This is our first episode together. I'm pretty excited.
3: We've <laughs> <laughs> been talking is. about it all week.
2: Okay. That's <laughs> a <lie. laughs> Okay. Well, this, uh, I think I already said it, but this is for lack of a title. Before we get going at all, Shout out to everybody who has been listening to us and leaving comments and sharing episodes. And reviews and reviews, like let's call them out. Yeah, no. Amber Thomas is my sister in law, Ashley's sister. She's been listening a lot to get to know me, but hopefully also to support the podcast. (laughs) And um, you know, we appreciate that. She's been leaving us some comments, so thank you to that, Levi. Thank you, Kirkland. Shout out to Kirkland for the awesome review she gave us on Apple. Very honest. Um, It was appreciated. Yeah, Yeah. we like the
0: honesty. Shout out to uh, just people that interact with us, Ben Coons. He's always. I think he's one of the most active listeners we have that interacts with us, tells us what he wants to hear. We really appreciate you know Ben and all that he brings to the like literally brings to the podcast. Monica Heiner. Monica Heiner, who shared our episode last week unprompted. Um, we're glad that it impacted you enough for you to put it out to the world because I don't share anything on Facebook ever. Like yeah. I, the first week that we posted beyond,
2: this, yeah, beyond our podcast, like, like nothing else. I remember when we said that we were going to share it, and I was like.
0: I, mean, I don't. I don't really want to I so show concerned. the world. Like, we had to invite everybody. We didn't have to. But we chose to invite everybody that we're friends with to like the podcast. And
1: Ethan was like, did that like a Ethan month." Like, yeah, hey, let's guys. get it
0: done. And me and Ryan were like, "Yeah." Like friends
4: I was pretty
1: shameless about it. I think I did just click invite everyone. <laughs> well, on my friends your list. Facebook profile picture
2: is also like a bag of trash, <laughs> or at least at one point was. So
1: the background picture is the,
2: back, uh, the timeline. <laughs> yeah so thank you all so much we really appreciate that um, you know we are going to go big someday we don't know when that day is but you guys are helping us get there day by day so um, beyond that Levi any announcements with anything else um, it's a good day it's a good week good shout day, out to good all week.
0: those that uh, like yeah. and subscribe last week I don't know like and subscribe to us Facebook Instagram uh, youtube after for lack of a title
2: okay cool cool well let's uh get right into it this episode we've been talking about this for a couple weeks now of doing an episode on goals and so that is what our focus will be on today and um yeah with that levi can you kind of give our listeners the the takeaway that we hope uh comes from this episode yeah so
0: as we do, sometimes we like dive into things and take up ends up to being slightly different than what we say in the beginning. But as we talked about this episode, we felt like we wanted to talk a little bit about how the goals that we set in our life um, sometimes tend to be not maybe our goals are not as personal for us. Um, there's a lot of outside influences that factor into what we (coughs) set as goals. And so our invitation for you at the end of this episode is sit down And spend just like 20 minutes thinking about what are my legitimate goals in life and where did they come from and why are they what they are? Um, If you feel like they're not your goals, then reflect on that and think about what you really want in life and we'd invite you to reset those
2: goals. Awesome. So with that, let's just dive right into the first question. I'll leave it open to everyone. What, in your guys' opinion, is an effective goal? What does that look like?
3: In high school, we, we were taught, um, I think they're, like, is it called, like, smart goals?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. I don't remember all the...
0: Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time
3: time. Dang, dude. That's
0: crazy.
2: Nerd.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think with that, like, the biggest thing for me with those, like, smart goals is the um, measurable part. And just like okay, like how how would I be able to achieve that? That's like the biggest thing for me.
2: Ashley, ways. whatever you say is golden. So thank you. I appreciate. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ethan, like, what do you? Oh, sorry. Leave well, me sorry. By. Like, what's
0: an example for you of like a goal that fits in, into example that? Example
3: for me. So when I was in high school, I I I threw for track. So like I threw the javelin, I threw the shot button the discus. And so for me. Um, when I made goals, you know, you, in track you have a PR, you have your personal record. And so I think at the beginning of the, the season, I would set a goal of, yeah, like I want to hit this record. Um, I want to throw it this far. Um, but then once you hit that record or you reach that goal after, you know, going through practice and, and t- the time and everything, um once you reach that goal then it's like okay well that's done but you know i don't want to stop there and so then you make another one and so and so you just al- always measurable and and how you know with that i have an exact measure mm. and it you know it's i know that i want to throw it this much further next time and in order to do that you have to remember the technique and everything so
2: so was that difficult for you though to establish a goal that you felt would like push you but was like within your you know possibility of attaining or did you feel like that was a pretty easy process?
3: You know, I think there's definitely some goals that I've set um, that you know probably were too far, was too high, or I had too many goals, or it's like okay, I'm not going to reach all of these. Um, but I think I think that comes with set you know time you you set goals one day and and as time goes by a few days or a week it you know it depends on the goal and and how long it's going to take you to achieve it but
2: you reevaluate yeah
3: you'll reevaluate and you'll you'll adjust you'll adjust your goals
2: yeah so it sounds like through experience that's where you figure out like what is your personal effective
1: goal yeah cool Ethan what do you think I also threw track in high school but I remember I threw discus but I sucked at it <laughs> and really the only goal I ever set for discus was to throw in the lines <laughs> and I didn't oh, even accomplish gosh. that half the time. Like I was decent at shot put and I would set goals for shot put and I'd actually mm-hmm. practice shot put but I'd never practiced disc and I'd do a disc to go to meet since her disc and like it was.
2: Everyone would come to watch Ethan throw a discus
1: mm-hmm. for the wrong reason. There was
3: there well, was one time. Backwards?
1: No, but I threw it sideways once into the net. But
3: there
1: was there was one time to track meet where I threw the discus and I just yelled freedom as loud. I was like. Hey,
4: <laughs> Are you no. serious? From you did? far. I was just like freedom,
1: and it only went like thirty feet. <laughs> but it got. But, I, I I bet the crowd got a little hyped though, or know, at least a few. I people I became known at every at, like for the rest of the track meets like there was this throughout reputation the of, like. Yeah, like throughout the state, there was like, oh, do you know that kid from Green River who yelled freedom? Like, kids Great would talk part. to kids from Green, Green River and be like, do you know that kid who yelled freedom? And I'd be like, yeah, that was me, bro. He became known as a freedom yeller. And so I I was able to maintain some shred of respect <laughs> because of that. But anyways, that's the side You point. are the William Wallace of Wyoming discus. Wyoming discus throwing. That's hilarious. Um, anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. That's actually just made me think of that. So what is an effective goal in your opinion or from what you've seen? I think an effective goal is a realistic goal. Um, and I say that because, like, for a lot of my life, I've always like tried to set goals that push myself. And I think that's good. Like, you want to set goals that are going to stretch you. But there's also been a few times where I've, like, set so many goals I couldn't reach in a row and it would get discouraging. So then somebody would talk me into, like, setting a goal that was, like, really low. And I remember, like, the first time I set a goal, like, this was on my mission, I think, when this happened, because we'd set goals every week for, like, how many people we'd talk to and stuff like that. Right. And I could never reach my goals, because I was so, like, so set on, like, we need to set goals that are going to, like, make us want to do more, or, like, set goals that we mm. maybe can't reach, but we'll be able to reach them if we work for it. And then finally, like, somebody talked to me and be like, look, just set a really small goal that you can, that, like, you know you'll be able to meet, just so you can meet your goal. And, like, the okay. first time I did that, like, I kind of felt like it was... I was like, this is stupid. Like, this isn't like, there's no point to this But And once I actually met my, my goal though, I actually felt so good about myself and I felt so good about what I'd done. And it made me feel better about setting a higher goal the next time. Mm. Um, and so I think there's something to be said for setting goals that you know, you can reach. If you have a hard time reaching any goals, like set a goal that you know, you can reach. I don't know. I don't know how else to say this, but like for me, there's something to be said for reaching a goal. No matter what it is, you're going to feel better about yourself. If you say, I want to do this and then you do it like, I think there's fulfillment that comes from that. So
0: that makes me think of experiences where I've dealt with that, and I think it's funny that you bring up like goals on the mission. For our two listeners that aren't members of the Church of Jesus <laughs> Christ of Latter-day Saints, you go on a mission and you, like, you have to set goals for how many people I want to talk to, or any I want to teach, or baptize. And in a lot of missions, baptizing is like really hard. Like I baptized one person in two years. And they're not even a member of the church anymore. But, like, so I baptized one person, right? And I remember people would always be like, you should set the goal of baptizing 20 in a month. And I faced that struggle. Like, what's the point of me setting these goals that are are way out of my reach? And I've realized that that actually translates into real life. I was talking to a guy the other day that um, is currently unemployed, and he's trying to apply to a lot of companies. And we were like, well, you should apply to, we laid out, like, I don't know like eight to 10 places that, that he should apply to. And then I realized at the end, I was like, that's so big, right? Like you set these massive goals. And like you said, Ethan, then it just gets really discouraging because I don't apply to all 10 in a week. I apply to two and I don't have a win on my checklist. Like I have a loss. And so we ended up just being like, you know what, dude, just apply to one company. Like your goal for this week is focusing on this company and get an application in and then set a new goal to move on to the next company on the list because it is hard. But I guess like that's, I guess that's like my question to you guys is are you, are you cheating yourself out of like pushing harder?
3: I, so I think there's a balance of, you know, having, having the short term and the long term goals. You have short term goals that you're able to achieve and that, that can be easy, you know, like the one application a week that's doable. Um, but then in the long term you say, you know, eventually I want to get you know, I'll I'll submit ten or even more applications until I get a job you know, that's that's a that's a bigger that's a bigger goal. You can't do it in a shorter time. Mm-hmm. But it's it's definitely beneficial um to have those those smaller goals and that's not cheating you out of anything because that's getting you somewhere rather than having a big goal that you know you can't reach or you're putting this effort in but you're not having the right steps to get you there because you're focused on too big of a picture and you know you're not going in as much detail
2: justin what do you think
3: i just agree taking it piece by piece
4: instead of trying to do it all at once because if you try and do it all at once, you're just gonna end up getting really overwhelmed and then not doing any of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but if you take it step by step, then it becomes much much more manageable.
3: Much more mm-hmm. manageable, and mentally it's it's relieving. Plus, if you, you get a if you get a win, then you're gonna be excited because you're like, I can get another win. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So okay. it's important to have both the small piece by piece, as well as knowing the big picture.
0: Does that happen in your life, Jessen? Like, an example where. You set too many, too big of a goal, and you set smaller goals, and it worked out mm.
4: better. So I'm not really much of well, I'm not really much of like a goal setter, to be really honest. Um, or at least I'm not good at setting formal goals. I guess like when people say goal, I think of like you sit down, and you're like, this is my goal, and I'm gonna take steps A, B, and C to accomplish this goal. Anytime I've done that
2: talking about your boyfriend there. Doesn't Jessie. work. <laughs> I know.
4: For for me that doesn't work. But I do think like like take example during the school semester, I'll sit down and look at all the homework that I have due in a week and I'll go, oh, like this is this is a lot. This is a lot of stuff. And I'll start to feel a little bit overwhelmed. But I found that if I go, okay, like, if I do this assignment this day and I write it down, I have a paper planner. If I write it down in my planner, like, I'm going to do this this day, this this day, and this this day, then I can take a breath and be like, it's fine. I got this. Like, I lay it all out in front of me so I can see it. And I'm not trying to, like, do everything all at once. So, yeah. And
1: on that note, like, I found that, it's pointless for me to say, like, oh, I'm going to set a goal to have, like, 4.0 this semester. Like, I will never reach that goal because I will, like, I'll give up on that goal. But if I say, like, today I'm going to study for every one of my classes and I, like, and I like plan, like, I'm going to study for this, then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that. Like, on a daily basis, it's easier for me to do all the stuff that I need to do that in the end it will result in mm-hmm. me getting good grades in all of my classes. So it's, mm-hmm. like, the same result. But if I don't approach it the right way, then it's not going to happen, if that makes sense. Yeah. and I think that's a way where me setting an effective goal versus me setting a goal that's not effective you know either way like I could get the outcome that I want like there's a different goals I could set to get to this outcome but depending on the goal that I set that's going to affect whether or not I actually get there
2: Right. so did you learn that through experience about like the 4.0 goal?
1: Yeah I've never set a goal for myself to have a 4.0 and then actually gotten it but like I've set goals for myself to be like okay I'm just going to study for every class today or like, I'm going to study for these classes today and I do it and then like I do better in class like Mm.
2: so why do you think though that still so many people essentially set these like goals that aren't as effective of like I'm gonna do a 4.0 I'm gonna apply to like eight different places like do we think the sole reason is just that sheep mentality of like oh well everybody else around me is setting like five goals these big goals so I better as well or you know do you guys think there are other reasons or do you not think that that sheep mentality is as big a reason as maybe I would what do you guys think? Because I feel like a lot of people do that. They just, you know, still, at least that I know, still set those, like, goals that aren't as effective because everyone is, you know, that's what everyone else is doing. The first thing that comes to my mind, and maybe this is, like, wrong,
0: but is I think that the goal, Ethan, for example, I want to get a four zero. I feel like that goal is entirely result-driven. And I think the flaw in setting result-driven goals is that they fail to like consider the value of experience in general, right? Like I'm not setting a goal for the sake of having a result. And, and if you are, then, I don't know, like, so what, I got a four O. like, what's, like, and so what, right? Like, and what? But if I set a goal to really try and learn something in my class, I feel like that's more focused on the experience of me understanding something or the experience of me gaining something of value in my life. And I think in a lot of senses, um, we are so result-focused in our lives that we rob ourselves of the experiences that we can have. Because the, the semesters, even where I have had, like, I'm going to have a 4.0 goal, this is what happens. I look at my classes and I say, okay, I've got these three classes that are easy wins. All I, I know I have to put in this minimum amount of effort to get A's in these classes, and these ones I can put in more effort. And I learned pretty much nothing out of all of them. But the, the semesters where I've approached those classes and said, like, you know what? It's okay if I'm not perfect in this class. If I can just really try and understand the material and connect with my classmates and my teacher, I get a lot more out of that. But it's when you're so result focused with your goals, which sounds kind of like an oxymoron, but the, I think you, you end up tripping up and you rob yourself of the value of that experience.
1: All right. Does anybody want to comment on that? Or can I? <clears throat> well, I think, like going off that, I mean, it's like, because I think a lot, a lot of what you do in school, you're, like it, it is very result driven. And it's like, because There's I want to nice. get good grades, because if I get good grades, then I can get an internship or I can get a better job because then I can put on my resume like yeah I had a 4.0 or like I graduated with honors and it's like I'm not going to say I'm not going to put on my resume like I connected really well with some of my classmates (laughs) even though I didn't have the best grade in the class like I know that that's not you know I've never been told that's something that somebody else values and so the idea of getting straight A's is something that that we're told that there's a value in that and so I think people say goals because that's what the pressure is is like get good grades because that's what's important and so that's what people say goals on well i think it's a
0: it's almost like twice as bad because your grades in college matter for your first job and your first job alone like in, in all reality nobody after your first job if you have five years of work experience nobody wants to know what your gpa is And i'm not an employer so maybe i'm wrong but like nobody gives a crap after you've had your first job they care about like what you know who you are and how you deal with situations they don't care what you got in, in college mm-hmm. and so when we set these goals in life they're like i need to have four O's and i need to have x y and z on my you know x y and z results in my life we fail to really gain a lot of those i think like soft skills and those experiences that really do play into us becoming better people in the long
2: run but let me ask you this don't and I we're focusing so heavily on this, you know, academic. Uh, That's true. You know, frame and I want to go a little further with it. Don't you? Wouldn't you? Would you guys say though that a lot of students feel that they have to develop that mentality, that mindset, that that you know, that way that they form goals to be successful in school and then in that first job. So, like, then doesn't the challenge arise, like, if this, like, if I have to set goals like this that are result-driven, then I have to focus like this, you know, I can't focus on something else, because then it takes away time from me trying to get, like, these results and stuff, and, you know, is there, and I guess, you know, is is that a thing, is that not a thing? Ashley, you had your hand up.
3: I don't know, I kind of had the thought of, like, mindful goals, and so, not just, like, the 4.0, but more of, yeah, what Levi was talking about, and how... You know, I, I want to learn more in class. It's not just, like, the 4.0. Because, yeah, like you were kind of asking earlier, like, why do people set, like, these, like, goals of, like, like just 4.0 or I think I mentioned earlier, like, lose 20 pounds, the you know, New Year's goal. But I think it's more mindful goals and, like, people, I think people set the 4.0 and the 20-pound goal just because it's, like, oh, it's easy. Like, I'm just going to write that down. You know, it's not very thoughtful. Thoughtful. But like when people sit down and like actually think about it, then they know, you know what, what am I actually going to be able to do, and like what is actually healthy for me to do.
0: Right. Well, I think, you no, know, I kind of take going off the track of of school. You take that classic, I want to lose twenty pounds for New Year's resolution thing. You know, we. I think the reason why we pick those goals, and that's kind of what you're asking. Right? right. The reason why I pick the goal of I need to lose 20 pounds is because, a, that's what just what society does. Like people set specific weight loss goals for Resolution. Year's resolutions, right? Or just in general, people try and lose a specific amount of pounds. Um, and we buy into how society sets goals, and 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 B, I think the other part of it is we just don't want to spend the effort to be mindful, like you said, Ashley. And something I've noticed, like, I think I'm saying, mean, like, I want to lose some weight, right? Like, and I found that setting the goal to just be, do something active every day, even if that's like, all right, I'm going to take the five slides, flights of stairs at work instead of doing the elevator every day, right? Yeah. Like, that's a better goal for me because then if I don't lose 20 pounds, if I, I'm not losing pounds after two weeks, I'm going to give up on that goal. But I can achieve walking up and down the stairs. And I know that will eventually lead to me maybe having a more healthy lifestyle, but like, do you, under, like, do you know what I'm saying in terms mm-hmm. of like shifting that really plays into what you're saying, Ashley mm-hmm. is, is being
1: mindful and understanding what's best for you.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. What? Well, and on that same note, I mean, like taking like the 4.0 or like lose 20 pounds, like nobody's going to say, like nobody's going to hear that. Like if you were to just suggest, suggest that to somebody, nobody's going to be like, Oh yeah, no, I don't want a 4.0 or like, oh, I wouldn't like to lose weight. Like <laughs> that's like an easy goal. Like nobody's going to disagree to that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's such a, so I like superficial like, goal yeah. because it's just like, oh, like nobody's gonna, like everybody wants that. And yeah. so, it, like you said, it's not really mindful, it's not unique, like it's not really, you haven't really thought about it for yourself, it's just such a general thing. And I think as a result, like your effort is going to be very general towards accomplishing that. And the other thing I think about saying result based goals is sometimes those goals don't take into account um, the things, the balance of things we can control and can't control. Because maybe there's gonna things, there might be things that happen that, like will keep us from reaching our goal because we can't control that. But if i set a goal to be active every every day instead of to lose 20 pounds, i have more control over that because every day i can choose to be active, you know. Mm-hmm. And even if something happens where maybe I, I couldn't be as active as i'd like, i can still do what i can. Does that make sense? And yeah. i think yeah. if we set goals that are just based on results, we're not always anticipating that like something out of my control might come up here. And then if I don't reach my goal, then it's going to be discouraging or it's, it's not going to be good. Right.
2: You know, it's, it's just interesting how there are many different types of goals we can set, not necessarily in terms of effective and not effective, but you know, like goals for work, goals for school, goals for like, you know, just personally, I just, I, I think that a lot of times there's this conflict that arises of like, you know, I feel like I have to set the goal this way through this avenue because this is what my company expects. This is what my school, you know, expects or whatever it is. And so, you know, that's just an interesting thing that I, you know, that I've been thinking of with that. But, um, you know, I feel like a lot of us have shared times that we've set goals that haven't necessarily been effective. Any experiences with when you've set a goal that has been effective? I think we've shared a couple as well, but are there any goals that you guys would like to share that you've felt? Did you raise your finger? Oh, I wasn't raising. Oh, you're just playing with it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a scary thing. I don't know. With effective goals? or
1: I'm just like, apparently I don't ever achieve any of my goals. (laughs) No, really. We talked about this recently, but like... I set a goal to be a truck driver to get my CDL, and that happened this year. Like, I mean, it was crazy because I was like, I didn't really know how I was going to do it, but I just found that Western. I could get my CDL through there, and like, it was a lot of work. Like, I had to go to class every day, but like, it also like just took a lot of focus, and like, I had to think about driving even when I wasn't driving to get better at it. And so, like, it was pretty much all I did for a few months was just drive a truck. I set a goal Like relative to my work
0: experience I set a goal To get really good at Excel Um This was like two years ago I have a brother Who's like Stupid good at Excel And I had set this goal Like I really wanna I, I just wanna become Like a pro at Excel I want people to see me Working on Excel On a keyboard And be like Holy frick dude Like how are you that good And Part of me was like, oh, I'll take these online courses, right? Like, didn't do that. That was pretty result-driven. Or I was like, oh, I'm going to take a class. where We're going to have to do Excel, and I didn't do that. But then I got onto my first internship, and I realized that there were certain projects that were Excel-heavy. And I recognized, if I want to learn Excel, I have to take these projects on because they'll have to be done, and I will have to learn it. So I took on all those projects, and my skill set, like, skyrocketed in terms of excel i say this like i know everything i'm sure i just suck. oh Oh my god that's my alarm to wake up oh well get up buddy um my skill set skyrocketed and then i got out of this internship at, at a bank and um i tried to push myself even more but i had somebody ask me it was actually today they were like dude how are you this good at excel like what what did you do and i remember thinking about it and i was like you know i just like Set the goal to challenge myself more, and now, like, I'm at a level where, like, people actually think it's impressive what I can do in Excel. Mm. And it was more about me just, like, it wasn't about results. Like, I just, like, knew if I want to do this, I have to put myself in situations where I have to do it. And it was more subconscious than, like, riding on the mirror. But, I, like, I've been able to do that
2: now, and I'm mm. able to do things that most people on my teams can't do right so. but that took a couple different approaches until you found that way to like effectively yeah. approach an, effect, an effective goal so mm-hmm. to speak right it's interesting any other experiences with uh how you have or haven't set an effective goal
3: I set a goal at the beginning of the year to marry Ryan
2: okay
3: <laughs> filled him in pretty good <laughs>
2: yeah, let's keep it appropriate for the, for the episode okay yeah. okay so going on to this next question I feel like we've we've kind of touched on this um but is it better to make a goal reachable to easily achieve, or more difficult to stretch yourself?
4: I mean, we have kind of talked about this a little bit, but I think, in my in my personal experience, um, I think it depends on the kind of goal. So I think when you're making personal goals, I think it's better to make it reachable. But take for example, going back to the missions. Well, I was on my mission. Plus, you're hard, dear. You're home. <laughs> Uh You know, we had a we had we had a goal as a whole mission of like, this is how many people that we want to, um this is how many people we want to get baptized. So five hundred thousand. No. Oh, mine was. <laughs> but that was that was like our goal as a mission. And at the end of that year, we didn't reach the goal. But my mission president pointed out, he like, do you think we would have gotten? Because we still did pretty good. We were close, but we didn't get it. He's like, do you think we would have gotten this high if we hadn't had this goal? We were like, no. So I think in that case, like, it was good for us to have a goal that was kind of high that we were all reaching for because we ended up hitting a higher number than had we lowered the goal.
2: And why do you think that is?
4: You know, I'm not sure. I feel like it, there's strength in numbers. <laughs> there's strength in numbers. <laughs> so I feel like if you're making the goal as like a, a group... Um, I think that works a little better just because there's more opportunity for you to strengthen each other and to be like, Hey, we got this, we can do this, like to help push each other. Cause when you're doing personal goals, obviously there's still people that can support you, but it's really easy as a, a single person to beat yourself up. Right. Whereas in a group setting, a lot of the time it's easier for people to, you know, rally, rally the troops and right. get things done. Yeah. I don't know.
2: So, you know, in terms of these goals that maybe you know, so this 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 was an example of a higher goal that you guys stretch yourselves mm-hmm. and you know didn't necessarily achieve, but achieved quite a bit. And like you said, with your mission president saying, you know, if we lowered it, do you think we would have gotten as high as we actually really? did? No. So then, what if one makes the argument that if we make these you know goals more reachable and easily you know easily easier to achieve? What if somebody makes the argument that those types of goals just limit you? What What do you say to that? Limit, or they discourage? They, they like limit you, like you. Oh, like, setting the attainable goals. Okay. Right, right, yeah. What do you guys think if somebody said, "Well, like, never, you should never have a goal that's like easy to achieve and reachable because that just limits you." Whereas if you stretch yourself, like, hey, maybe you won't reach it, but you'll accomplish so much more because there's not that limit.
0: I think it comes just down to who you are. Like right. you, you. It's, it's interesting that we say, like, our invitation is, like, set goals personally. And then here we are, like, this is how you set goals, <laughs> right? Like, don't do this when you set goals. But in a lot of senses, it really is personal. If that's something that you've recognized is motivating for you in your life, then do that. Right. But if you recognize that that just sucks and gives me anxiety or, like, this just makes me not want to ever set goals again, then then don't do that. But don't also superimpose that on people. Like, there's, there's no point in... The way that I approach goals is not the way that Justin approaches goals, for example. Like, I'm very, like...
2: ABC, one, two, three. Justin's like, I want goal to be an art curator.
0: I'm like, well, if you want to be an art curator, let's get you two more internships. we got to get you into a master's <laughs> program. We've got to apply to seven in different, like... And Justin's like, nah, it's...
4: I'm just kind of like, you know... That's not what I do. Come, come what me. <laughs> I got this, though. It's going to work out. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, I, I, I think it's definitely a personal thing. I think. Ashley, any, any thoughts there? That if somebody says that a goal is you make a goal to be easy to achieve is limiting you. What, do you? what do you think?
3: You know, I definitely agree that it's it's personal. You have to know yourself and mm-hmm. how you set goals. Like, are you going to get discouraged every time you don't reach a goal? Or are you going to be able to – are you able to look back and say, you know what, I was able to do this much and be happy for that and take that as a win? Like, you just have to know yourself. Um, but I, I did kind of have a thought that Jessen, when Justin was talking about, like, the when we set it high – and but even though we re- we didn't reach it but it was still higher than what we could have i think it was cuz they planned for it and so you you know if you have high goals that are going to make you stretch you're going to plan for it and yeah you're going to you're going <clears> to <throat> get somewhere but it might not hit the goal but are you are you just like i was saying before are you the type of person that would be able to take that as win Right. Or is that going to hurt, you know, is that going to discourage you even more?
2: Right. So really just knowing yourself. Yeah. Ethan, any thoughts on that?
1: As the old adage says. Oh, here we go. If <laughs> 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 you shoot for the moon and you miss, at least you'll end up among the stars. No, but, that's not the adage. but you shoot for the stars, you'll end up where? No,
4: no, no. If well, you shoot stars? for the moon, even if you miss, you'll land among the stars.
0: No, because the stars are the
1: farther stars away are from the away. moon. But, well, regardless, here's what I would say. That's it's, the adage, okay? It's the adage, okay? But it's not scientifically correct. The, <laughs> other side <of> the, point, <laughs> the other side of the coin is that shoot for the moon, and if not, at least you'll end up in space bereft of oxygen. Vacuum and space. Is this the <laughs> Ethan adage? <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Not well, the other <laughs> side, I came up with the other you part. You came up with the But side I part. say that because I've had experiences where I set goals that were, like, really stretching me, and I still got far and I still felt good about it but I've also had experiences where I set goals that were really high for myself. And then I was discouraged by it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, so overwhelmed that I ended up doing even less than I would have done otherwise. And so, like I said, I have had experiences where I set lower goals and that felt good. And so I think one of the things for me, or one thing that I would suggest to anybody listening is like set, if you, even if you set a smaller goal, like if you reach your goal, ask yourself how you feel about it. And if you feel good about it, then it was probably a worthwhile goal. But like, if you're saying small goals and you reach the goal and you don't feel like you're growing or you don't feel like you're making progress Mm. then you need to set higher goals but like depending on your circumstances maybe you're in a spot where you need to set a lesser goal and you'll still be able to feel good about that but if you keep setting small goals just to say I'm reaching my goals then it's becoming a very then you're not getting anything out of it you know what I mean? Does that make sense? That makes sense.
3: You know that kind of reminded me of a thought I had earlier today um, of just like goals and and knowing yourself (laughs) (laughs) you wish it was (laughs)
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: but the thought the thought was not only knowing yourself when you're setting the goals, but knowing your support system. Yeah, That's um, a good point. I was thinking of, of my sister, my little sister Amber, who actually listens to this, um, and how she's actually going back to school, and she's, I, don't, I think it's full-time school, and she works full-time, and she has four kids. Cool. So, like, I don't know how how she does it because I'm thinking okay I don't know how I could do that but then I look at you know her support system she's an awesome support system her husband's awesome And, and you know he's there there to watch the kids when when she's at school um as well as my my mom she helps out once a week um and she has other family and friends that help out help out when they need it and so it's it's crazy to me you know, this huge goal, like going to school, working full time and having four kids is crazy enough, but then adding school in, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, just knowing the support system, um, that, that huge, that's a huge effect on what, what's accomplishable and and not.
0: Right. So this is a question that I've had as we've talked about this. This isn't something we discussed earlier, but it's so, like, here we are having this discussion, and I feel like it almost comes off as, like, we all are very goal-centric people. Mm. Like... justin denied it in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Jessalyn. <laughs> <Not Jesslin. laughs> but, like, we're having this discussion almost as if we live our lives by goals. But, like, when I do personal reflection, I'm not goal-centric. Maybe I am. Sometimes maybe I am. But... It makes me wonder this question how do you live a goal-centric life without it being overwhelming does that make sense like we're talking about like telling people like you should have all these goals in your life but don't you guys ever feel like it's just a little overwhelming
4: yes like like
0: i live a life with goals and my it ceases to be about living life and enjoying life and it's only about goals like how on earth do i balance having a goal-centric life and having a freaking life. Does Absolutely. that make sense? Is <laughs> about to tumble.
3: <laughs> <in his face. laughs> just no,
4: that. because that's that's exactly why I don't like setting like very formal goals. When people say the word goals, the first thing that happens to me is that I get nervous and I feel overwhelmed immediately when you say the word goals. So when you were like, "We're doing an episode on goals," I was
3: like, "Oh, crazy!" <laughs> 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 like, oh.
4: But I think that that's why, for me, I found that the best way for me to like stretch myself and to grow as a human being is just to like. I've spent a a lot of time thinking about what I want to look like as a person in years from now. Like, what do I want to become? What are things that I want to accomplish? And looking at it more from, like, a... I guess just more of, like, a relaxed point of view of, like, this is something that I want to accomplish in the future. And just doing little things, just being myself every day... And surrounding myself with people that I feel like have qualities that I want to have help me reach that without me being like A B C one two three like
0: yeah. I mean yeah. the way that the A B C one two three type goals is very is a type is of this thing called type A personality. So that's a very type A personality thing. Mm-hmm. But so here's my question, Jocelyn. But what does that look like? What you just described. Because I think the way you're the way you're describing it, it is goal centric. But what does that look like?
4: I mean, to me, it just looks like normal life. I, that just looks like daily life to me.
0: But like, what is? But just what is yeah. the what does the goal look like? Does it, do you get what I'm saying? Like, like, how did how is this a goal, and how did it become a goal, and how did it shape the way you live your life?
4: I think it just comes to like sitting, like you said, like personal reflection. I think it just comes down to having personal reflection and then thinking about that. Having personal reflection often.
3: I think sometimes you need need to just have that idea, kind of what Justin was talking about. Like, this is kind of where I want to end up in life. Mm -hmm. Like, those, like, super long-term goals. But you just, like, kind of, you you know what they are and you tuck them in the closet. You don't, you know, you don't need to stress about those every day because that's not going to do anything for you. Right. Um, But I was actually... (laughs) I was kind of studying for goals a little today, and so I I was reading something, and it, it reminded me of Alice in Wonderland, and how when Alice came to the crossroads, she didn't know which path takes. So I think she asked the Cheshire Cat, and the Cheshire Cat was like, "Well, where do you, it depends where you want to go."
2: Boom! Um, that's my
3: wife. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, you know, she responded like, "Oh, it doesn't matter to me," and so it didn't matter what path she took. Right. Um, and so it, it's good to know that long-term goal. Like you know, this is where I want to end up in life, and then and then the little paths prevent them. You know, present themselves, hmm. um, and then you can see okay, which one's gonna gonna take me where.
1: Yeah. Going off that, um, I think like it's true. Like if you have a vision for yourself, if you know who you want to be in the future, like smaller decisions that you make are going to be influenced by that. Like, if that's really true and if that's something you really want for yourself, then if you're not the type of person to make all these lists, like you're going, like you're going to naturally make decisions that you know are going to point you in that direction. Like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, if I know I want to go to school for English, then I'll probably just naturally be more likely to read books or like, I'll be more interested in stuff like that. Like if I'm not going to all of a sudden start like, like like checking the stock market every day multiple times and like getting super invested into like science if I want to be an English major right like if I have a vision of who I want to be mm-hmm. that's going to inform some of my daily decisions and some of the choices I make and maybe it's not going to be like highly analyzed but if we have if we know what we really want later on then I think to some degree that's going to affect us and the direction we're moving now right. and maybe to different degrees maybe some people need to be more analytical be more um What's the word for it? I don't know, type A. More type A with their goals, and some people, maybe it's not as effective for them. But I will say that I've also known people who, they say, like, oh, yeah, I want to do this. Or, like, yeah, I want to to do something one day. And I also look at them, and I'm like, okay, but, like, are you doing anything to help you get there? Right. Like, and I think some people end up in this spot where they say they want something, but they don't actually do anything to get there. So as long as Mm -hmm. you know what you really want, and as long as you're letting that inform your life, and inform your decisions, then I think that's also okay if that's the type of person that you are.
2: Right. You know, it's interesting because I agree with a lot of this, but then I think, you know, the reason why I think that I need goals so much in my life is because I'm afraid that I will, like, miss out on certain tools or, you know, just certain...
3: Experiences?
2: Not even necessarily experiences, but I won't... Unless I make goals, I will miss out on, like, a lot of things that I could be doing to, you know, eventually get to the place where I want to go. You mm-hmm. know? Like, I just feel like, okay, if I make this goal to, like, you know, maybe study this out more, or, like, figure out different approaches, then I really will. And But if I, you know, me personally, if I'm just kind of like, oh, I want to get there, and then it's like, okay, 32 op- episodes after, you know, the office of season one? Like, <laughs> I'm not really, you know, it, so it's just interesting because, like, I agree with you guys, but... For me, I just feel like uh, you know I need some more of those like concrete goals like A B C one two three because you know I just I, I worry I worry that like I'm gonna miss something or and it's not even missing something I don't know how to explain it but unless I have goals I'm not gonna be like looking through various doors of like how I can accomplish something how mm-hmm. I can learn more about it like all the different angles and I'll just like kind of do it my own way it's like okay well this is okay but. What if there's, like, just this more effective way I can, you know, take it? And that's not to say that all of my goals lead me to those, you know, like... You know, like in the candy ladder game. What is that game called? Shoots Shoots and and ladders? Ladders. Oh yeah, there we go. Candyland. (laughs) Oh Candyland. (laughs) Candyland. Are those two different games? games. Shoots and ladders. The game of life? I'm I'm thinking of those ladders that just like, you know, you can skip through all those things and Oh, apples to apples. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's inno attack. But but you know, that's just my mentality is like, man, I need to make these goals so that they can really help me just be more you know more focused more aware of like you know everything that i can do and so you know i guess it's you know it's just interesting it's interesting Mm -hmm. how kind of like we've been talking about this whole time everybody makes goals differently for different purposes and you just have to know yourself a lot of like just personal reflection and stuff i think that's really funny and maybe i'm I'm about to make an assumption and call me out if
0: it's wrong like i feel like you and i are exact opposite in terms of goals like, as, as you and I have grown up together, I have had multiple moments where I've been like, dude, I just got to be like freaking Ryan. Like, I am so result-focused. Like, I'm so particular about my goals that I just I – don't, I don't ever live in the moment. I'm literally always living – two to three to ten years down the And then the road. I feel
2: the same way about Levi. I'm like, I need to be more like Levi. Well so I'm just not, like, I'm not bumming around. But here's the crazy thing. Like, I see you and I'm like, Ryan just Ryan
0: just enjoys life. Like, Ryan lives in the moment and Ryan's about enjoying the moment and he seems happy. And there's a lot of times where I've been like, Ryan's happier than me.
3: It's because I clean the house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Okay. I'll we'll talk like, about that later. At the same time, even though you've lived your life like that, like, you've gone places. Like I mean, th- this would be something I would say, but like you make the most money out of all of us, right? Like, like you have the best job out of all of us. Like, it, you are the best person. position for your career out of yeah, all of us. No, like, no, it, so it's it's funny that I would only revert to that, but I mean, I just I just think that's so interesting to me that in a lot of senses I think you've looked at me and you've been like, oh, I gotta be more like the image lie. of success, right? And I'm like.
2: Dude, I, I if
0: I want to be more happy, I need to be like Ryan.
2: Well, and I think you know, and I think that's a good point. The grass is always greener on the other side, and that's yes. where you know, kind of like we've been talking about whether that goal is stretching yourself, whether it's something that's easy to achieve. We we just have to be, we have to recognize the experience that we're gaining. We have to you know consider the victories in it and stuff because, you know, otherwise, then we're just going to be running in circles, chasing you know success that you know, is that our version of success? And so, you know, it's, it's just interesting as you come to learn more about yourself, I think you not only better learn how to set effective goals, and I guess part of that, though, is, like, you learn how to use that process of setting goals and those goals to better help you. Because, like, I think, you know, a lot of it is just, like, goal setting, I, I will believe this till I die, is an effective tool for everybody to one degree or another. And, you know, however they use it, But they have to know how to use it. You know, it's like, if you don't know how to use a fishing pole, you ain't catching fish. <laughs> well said.
3: You're such a nerd.
2: That's like a better adage than Ethan's. Oh, if you man. shoot for the sun, you'll land on Jupiter. <laughs> You're works in my mouth. <laughs> but no, that's that's a good point. You know, we had another question here, but I don't know. Do you guys...
1: We do not have time. Right. My we don't God, have, I have time. Ethan's like, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> I gotta go to work. Huh? Oh, you have to go to work? Oh, yeah. What here time do you said. work at? Ten. Mm, okay, so final thoughts. Let's start with Ethan. Well, I just want to let everybody know a little secret first. Oh, this is something I've learned. If you want to reach more goals, it's much easier to set goals in retrospect. Like, you can turn around <laughs> at the end of the day and be like, you know what? I set a goal today to eat breakfast, and I did that, so that's great. <laughs> that's one thing I've used in my life to, to feel better about myself, is I just that's tell, myself, used I, to tell myself I made up goals, and then I reach those goals after the fact, right? No, um, just kidding. That's not a joke. Um. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. I had an actual final thought, but I think I just... He lost it in breakfast. i going to today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll
2: come back select. to you. Yeah, just
1: go somewhere look. else.
4: Um, final
2: thoughts as a non-goal setter?
4: Um, I guess my final thoughts are that I'm going to mm. stay as a non-goal setter. I like it on this it side. Works for you, yeah. It works for me. So just uh-huh. do what works for you and don't feel like you need to be pressured into doing
3: something else because things things will work out
2: awesome Ashley
3: I think my final thought um, would be don't don't let others limit your you know your goals and what what you can and can't do
4: Mm -hmm.
3: and so yeah just yeah make make your goals very personal and you can accept help from others or influence Mm -hmm. from others
0: but don't let it limit you. Awesome. Levi? I think, you know, my takeaway is just tied to the invitation. You know, if you haven't spent time to think about what you legitimately want in life, you're never going to set goals that are about you. You're going to set goals that are about what other people think you should want or what you think other people want you to want. Think about what you want.
1: Think about who you are. And then set your goals. Awesome. Ethan, did you... Okay, yeah, I remember. Oh, there we go. (laughs) So, yeah, and I just want to... It's another analogy. I'm sorry. I just love <laughs> analogies. I am an English major, right? But no, if you look at nature, like look at plants, right? I mean, you can look at flowers, you can look at trees, and I think I've said something similar to this before. But like, if you look at, like, look at a rose when it starts, right? And it's just a seed, and it goes through changes, and it develops, and it grows. But nobody looks at a rose when it's fully grown and been like, and like, you know, oh man, that's a beautiful rose, but I wish it was a petunia. Like, it would be better if it wasn't a rose, right? <laughs> like, like a rose is is good for what it is, and we're all certain types of people. We're all certain types of plants or trees. And as long as we do our best, we're gonna naturally grow, just like a tree will naturally grow. And we don't need to be worried about like, oh man, I should, I should be a redwood instead of a pine tree, or like, you know, I should be this type of flower. Instead, like, just be glad, be what you are and develop in the way that you can, because ultimately you're gonna develop in a way that there's gonna be beauty in that, and there's gonna be worth and value in that. And there's no use in trying to force yourself to be something that you're not. So just figure out what works for you, like we've said. And I think that growth will happen the way it's supposed to happen. That was beautiful. <laughs> What's that? I like poetry slams. If they agree
0: with you, they all snap. Oh my gosh! This is all the snapping you. I should okay. to a poetry mm-hmm. slam, bro. Dude, I should.
1: I've been thinking about it. Spit truth.
2: Okay. Well, listeners, we hope that you take some take some sauce from this episode. Take, take some, some sauce, slabs. throw it into your own meal, cook grab it for yourself. Grab some ladles. Grab some ladles and uh, some of the sweet drippings. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, 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 I will say no more. <laughs> Listeners, we hope you enjoy. Goodbye.